0: Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and attorney Althea DeVar Johnson. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning, Althea. Good morning. All right. <laughs> we got a we got a deep voice in here, Althea. <laughs> yes, we it's do. It's usually just the two of us, but we got a deep voice in here. <laughs> Would you like to explain
2: who this deep voice <laughs> oh, is? It's <this> is <laughs> my homeboy <laughs> from Florence, South Carolina, Doctor. Terry Alexander. All right,
1: Good we're morning. so glad to have Good you morning. back, Dr. Alexander, yeah, and live and in person live. this time. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And, and Dr. Alexander, he was the associate pastor of Monumental Missionary Baptist Church in Florence, South Carolina. He served as uh, previously as the senior pastor of Wayside Baptist, Chapter Baptist Church for twelve years. Mm. And right now, my friend. Serves as a state representative in the House of um, South Carolina House of Representatives. He holds a master's degree from my old alma mater, Howard University. All right, and a honorary doctor of divinity from Saint James Elder Theological Seminary. All right, I would like to welcome my friend here, Dr. Terry Alexander. Welcome, Dr. Alexander. Good morning. Good
3: morning. Thank you all for allowing me to be here in Atlanta, GA. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 See? On live this time. That's right.
3: right. That's
1: right. Now, you knew you were not going to tell Althea that you were coming to Atlanta and not be on our show, right? I know. I know. I
3: don't know. I don't know how that works. (laughs) I don't know how that works. Well,
1: Dr. Alexander, last time we were talking about the spiritual side of finances, and it got to be such a good discussion. That we were very happy to be able to bring you back. So, would you love to talk about the spiritual side of finances? Do you mind us talking about that this morning? No, I
3: don't mind. And <laughs> I, I'm glad to be back and um, I'm excited about it. And um, we can talk about that because that, that is important um, to our livelihood, both mm-hmm. spiritually and of the mundane perspective. Mm-hmm. And somehow, somewhere, we have to figure out how to balance those two, okay. our spiritual finances. Okay. Because that is a component that we don't actually look at. Well, your heart is there where your treasure would be. That's right. True. Whatever's in your being, mm-hmm. that's where you will find yourself.
2: Basically. Okay, okay. And then
3: the mundane, those stuff that belongs to Caesar.
2: Uh-huh. You know, render. render
3: to Caesar, yes. those things that are Caesar's.
2: Right. And
1: so
3: we have to find that balance because they work hand in glove.
1: Right. Well, Althea and I are all about making sure that we change the mindset. We're working on changing the mindset. Now, understand, listeners, when it's just like uh, Dr. Alexander, you know, when a preacher writes a sermon, he first writes a sermon for himself. A lot of times, you know, he learns from the things that he writes. When we give shows here on Mind Your Business Radio, a lot of times we are also presenting topics that we have learned from or places where we are growing um, so that our listeners uh, can grow with us. And so that's really why we even started this program out there. The first thing I wanted to talk about uh, with Dr. Alexander is the fear factor. Sure. Okay. It appears as though fear and procrastination is what holds a lot of us back. And when we talk about the mindset, if we're going to move forward with being financially free and taking the steps that are necessary to make sure that we handle our finances instead of our finances handling us. Uh, We need to understand from a spiritual perspective, what is this fear and procrastination about?
3: Well, let's start about, let's talk about faith and fear. Yeah. Because when you have faith, that means that you are trusting in
4: Mm-hmm. Someone
3: or yeah. something that you cannot see. And it requires you to have certain confidence. Yes. You know, it takes a lot of faith to trust God. Yes. yes. You know, That's you just right. gonna, it takes a lot of faith and it takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. because you're depending on someone who you've never seen. You heard about him out the sky. The That's thing. right. Mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of courage. Yes. And say, "Okay, God, I'm going to trust you with my stuff." Yeah. You know, with my finances, with my home, with my children, with whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. And it takes it takes courage. Yes. To have faith. It's not something you just wake up one morning and Why? You have. It? And it's a process. We have to grow in, into this faith thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens to so many of us. We are afraid of trusting. God, Mm -hmm. we know him, we read about him, we heard about him listen to him Sunday after Sunday from the preacher (laughs) but then when it comes to putting it to work
4: Mm -hmm.
3: we fear the unknown
4: Mm -hmm. and scripture
3: talks about God not giving us a power of fear but of a sign, mind meaning the ability to trust in what it is that we're doing and I think that we as as particularly people of African American descent uh, we don't trust God, mm-hmm. we do verbally,
1: yes, yes. But
3: in the depths of our being, we have some sense of. You know, you
1: so don't we don't put it into action. No, we don't we put don't. that faith into right, action. Right. We say we have deep faith, but we don't put that faith no. into action because of whether maybe it's our fears of procrastination.
3: And it, it maybe fear of failure.
2: Yes. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we
3: are afraid. We are afraid of failing. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: with but I
2: don't God want pain. People to think that we should just put our trust in God mm-hmm. and then sit back and do nothing. Right. Yes, and right. I think faith without work—that's right—is dead. That's and I right. Think that's something that uh, we need to learn. Mm-hmm. We need to trust God, but we need to act also. Right.
1: I, amen, Althea.
2: Yes, Reverend. Is she preaching? Attorney.
1: <laughs> <I was> <laughs> no, but really, I mean, it's true because you know we don't. Well, my, my big thing, everybody knows I'm an educator, but my, my big thing is knowledge. And what we don't do is we first don't get a knowledge of God by knowing his word. And if we knew his word, we would know that God had a lot to say about how we conduct our financial life. And we've been putting some scriptures out there to talk about, you know, uh uh where you, you know, your heart is where your treasure is, and faith without works is dead. You know, we, we put that out there, but it really does have application to our daily life. And so, to your point, Dr. Alexander, if we don't take those scriptures and actually apply those scriptures to our life so that we can, we can, have, we can be accountable to God and say, this is what we have done because we have had faith in God, we have taken care of our family. The Bible says a man who doesn't provide for his family is worse than an infidel. So if we if we take these teachings in the scripture and we apply them to our lives, we will leave a legacy, which is, of course, my friend's thing. Althea talks, you know, every week about leaving a legacy. Legacy. Right. And so if we take these things into our lives and and apply them, then we will be good stewards and, and and. you know, we will have the knowledge to be to make good financial decisions. I think the
3: thing is right. You know, in terms of our faith that our works is yeah yes. But what we have to do, we have to acknowledge first that we do have some shortcomings.
1: Oh, absolutely. We have to acknowledge
3: first that we, you know, we don't have this financial thing.
4: down mm-hmm. back,
3: Right. And we have to acknowledge first that I'm not sure about my decision making. Yes. Once we acknowledge that what mm-hmm. we are saying, what we are saying, in essence, is God, I am not sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. And but we don't want to do that because we're intelligent and we went to school, we went to college, we got all <laughs> these degrees and we know everything. Yeah,
1: like right. But, but
3: we have to acknowledge to some degree to God. God I need you to kind of direct me.
1: That and that's what that I I got more in. degrees than a the thermometer and, and I c I don't know anything right. when it comes to the knowledge right. of God, right? right? You know, his ways are higher than my ways. Right. So it's not I, I agree with you And the not thing bad. about
3: that, and the thing about that is too is that even once we get to a certain point in how being in
4: yes.
3: a with God, is still another point to get to. Yes, sure. that's right. You know, that's it's, right. It's, it's always about grabbing more of God. Right. And if we get to this point, and so many of us have gotten to this point where I got it, hmm. then you really start to decline. Yeah. You, you don't have it. The scripture, scripture fall. is very clear about that's the right. fact that, you know, he's uh, got things out there. That we will never that's ever right. understand. That's we, right. We know that our, how our eyes work, but we don't really know.
1: <laughs> we just know they see, but we, yeah, don't, we don't know. We don't, <laughs> we don't know.
3: We, don't, yeah, that's you know, right. they can go in and look at it and say all <laughs> kind of things, but we really,
1: of course, don't of know. course, So, the, right. so the, this
3: this whole thing of trusting God. Uh, God, yes. Really gets in the way of our fear. We trust God with everything. That yeah some somewhere along the life's highways that fear will begin to decline because God makes Himself seen.
1: Mm-hmm. Now you trust
3: me with this. Now look look at what I have done already.
1: Yes, yes. That's look right.
3: The little that you started off with.
1: Right, right.
3: Look how I've look how I have manifested it over the course of the year. That wasn't you. Right. That wasn't me. That's right. That was God dealing with what I had. That's right. My allowing God to do what God does best.
1: And we allow God to work in our lives when we are diligent about seeking out knowledge and saying to God, I want to be the best that I can be for you. Right. And I want to follow your word. I want to I want to get this knowledge. I want to be the best that I can be for my family. You know, I want to be able to give. I want to be able to help other people. Uh, and so if you know that these are things that God would have you to do, then it's up to us to seek out the knowledge right. to do those things so that God will be pleased.
3: Right. And, and those things are his will. Right. And not our not necessarily our will. But what right. we want to do in, in our preparation process is to make sure that our will is aligned with the will of God mm-hmm. so much so that our will become his will and vice versa. And that's relationship yes. building. That's, and that's trusting in God. Because sometimes life takes us places we don't know. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out how we got here. Mm-hmm. But if we allow God to handle it, then it will manifest itself. We'll see God's movement in our being. And that's where that trust comes in. Yes. And that's where that trust comes
1: in. Well, I feel, you know, um, you know, we had a show a few, maybe a month or so ago. And uh, one of our guests kind of touched on uh, some of the mega church. Issues, right? Um, and you know, I don't. I mean, there, the Bible does talk about um, that the Lord, you know, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and and there is nothing wrong with us wanting our share and and wanting to be prosperous. But there is something that we need to be aware of in some of the what I call prosperity preaching, and that is that. Uh, It's not just about building up a nest egg for yourself. It's not just about hoarding or becoming wealthy or rich just to be rich. It is about having things and having an abundant life so God can use you. Right. Right. Okay. so that God can use you. If you have the wealth, then God can use you and your money to do wonderful things.
3: If you allow,
1: if you allow him, that's the key. If you're not
3: afraid of trusting God with what he has given you.
1: That's right. Because
3: if we believe in trusting God, all that we have comes from God.
1: Absolutely. So why not,
3: if you gave it to us, why not let's trust you with what you have given us? Yes. Yes. For your purpose and for your kingdom. And I think sometimes we don't trust God with what he's already given us. When Mm. we look at our life, we look. Look at the finances that we have amassed over mm-hmm. the course of the years. God gave it to us. Yes. You know we work hard. That that's, that that faith and that work thing comes. Yeah. In, yes. You know, but he he worked it so mm-hmm. that we can work it. Right. Yes. He yes. provided
2: those opportunities right. so we can right
1: and kept right. kept kept, kept yes. us our sound mind and, and body yes. <laughs> and <we laughs> to take, be able to work. And we yes. take
2: those quiet blessings.
1: Yes.
3: Up every morning, ability to see. Thinking. Yes. Those are quiet blessings. We yes. just think it's supposed to be normal right, you right. Know, we caught it to stop this
1: morning exactly <laughs> yeah. you know, those, those
3: are quiet, those quiet <laughs> that's right. blessings
1: that's right know? that's so,
3: right so we and that's when we begin to trust God with those things with what he's all what he's already given us
1: well Dr. Alexander when we come back we're going to get into cuz last time you were here you know you just left us you know how a good cliffhanger you just <laughs> left us with some good stuff and just went on about your business but we're going <laughs> to talk about There were 10 10, uh, financial things from the Bible we're going to talk about. So we're going to take a break. Go ahead out there. And I want you to stay tuned
4: because
2: we'll be right back. All right. (laughs) We'll be right back.
5: Are you in need of a breakthrough? Maybe you only need a roadmap to connect the dots to your success. You know you're destined for greatness. Have you grown tired of trying to figure it out by yourself? Well, not for long. Welcome to Coaches Corner Elite, a digital magazine whose mission is to become your premier resource in connecting with many of the industry's top go-to coaches, consultants, leaders, and experts. I'm talking about movers and shakers from around the world who are willing to share their stories of struggle and triumph, as well as their systems for success so that you, too, can have hope. No matter where you stand in your journey, your search will be complete with Coaches Corner Elite. Visit our website. CoachesCornerElite.com. Join our mailing list today. Got mobile? Text Connect Me to 33444. Join us now. Coaches Corner Elite. Your experience awaits.
6: You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click. If filing your own taxes is not for you, we've got you covered. Just click to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com.
0: You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar Johnson.
1: Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome
2: back. And and we would like for you to call in if you like. Uh, Our call in number is 1-888-463-6748. That's 888. Go for it. Mm -hmm. All right. And you can also, if
1: you're Uh, want to ever get Dr. Alexander's information, or if you want to listen to the previous show with Dr. Alexander or this show, you can go to www.mindyourbizradio.com. That's B-I-Z radio. So mindyourbiz, B-I-Z radio.com. And you can find how to get in touch with Dr. Alexander if you want to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking about, we're talking about the uh, 10 financial principles from the Bible. Um, That's where Dr. Alexander kind of left us last time. And Mm -hmm. I I was taking notes last time he was talking. And so I told him, when you get back here, this is what I want to talk about. So, um, Dr. Alexander, tell me about, I guess, uh, what made you even do some research to find these 10 principles? What made you go there?
3: I think it's important that when when we start talking about being godly with our finances, we, Mm -hmm. we should look and see what the Bible has to say about finances. One thing about the Bible, it, it is a guide. Mm-hmm. It, and if we look deep in the Bible, we'll find guides and our solutions to almost anything that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow the Bible was designed like that. It started out as a historical document to keep mm-hmm. the history for, yes. keep the history business. But God transformed it, and that's how God does it, if we mm-hmm. allow Him. That's to. right. And so we went there and started looking. Looking at some, you know, some godly advices. And what's interesting because the last item on, on this, on that list said, take God, seek godly advice. And I like to reverse that. Let that be the first thing. That,
4: <laughs> right. Uh,
3: acknowledge me in all that you do, then I'll direct your path. Seek right. ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes. And all these other things will be added unto yes. you. So if we go to God first, again, that goes back to that fear and that faith. We go to him and allow him to direct us. Yes. He will give us just what we need. It's mm-hmm. interesting when you think about it from a historical perspective and think about the children of Israel. And I'm still I'm still fascinated about this. When they were in the when they were in the garden. I mean not in the garden, the when they were in the wilderness yes. and, and for days man I just came out of the sky. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. yes, yes. You know, right.
3: he just gave them listen, trust me. Right. Don't, don't worry, I got in the middle of nowhere. I got you. I got <laughs> I got your stuff. Yes. <laughs> just trust yes, me. Yes. So daily they, they got just what
1: they need they need
3: needed need because it. they
1: Trust trusted God. God.
4: Yes, thank
3: and you. So, for and so that. and that's mm-hmm. what we have to do. Yes. We have to do we have we have to go to Him. I mean we go to Him and then when He gives us stuff, even though we don't like it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You, Terry, save more money. No, I don't want to save more, more mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm. Terry, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And He gives us information and direction and we yes. refuse because of our uncertainty. Yes. Not God, but it becomes us, so we have to learn how to trust that God mm-hmm. who has given us that everything and seek, seek him first and just stand still and he'll provide he'll give you he'll give you insight but and you that's know, what we ought to do with our finances. That's
1: right. You said because you mentioned that um, you know we we never really arrive uh, when we keep learning about God we never really arrive. You were talking about the children of Israel in the desert um, receiving exactly what they needed and that was true. They didn't get. Uh, they weren't they didn't have a lack uh, and they didn't have ec- excess. One of the things that, that I'm praying about right now is I see God moving in my life. And I see that for years and years and years, through the ups and downs in my life, through divorce, everything. He has always provided for me what I need. And so what I what I'm praying for now is ask. Asking him to give me the wisdom so he will entrust me with excess. Because I have to have the mindset. I know he won't give me excess unless he knows that I'm ready because he knows that I love him. He knows I'm his child. He will not give me that excess and let me just damage myself, do damage. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I can do damage when it comes to shoes and stuff. So he won't won't let me just do damage. So he so what I'm praying for, and that's what I like, you know, I like about what you said about it is a process. It is a growing process. We've never just arrived. Right. You know, just because I'm a CPA, I have not just, I haven't arrived. Right. Uh, and so, you know, it's a constant prayer of, you know, Lord, please give me what I need. Give me, help me get the mindset so that you can entrust me with more. Yeah. Um, and so I, I appreciate what you said
3: there. Yeah, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when we ask God to, to, you know, to give us more, we have to trust that he's going to give. That's and right. sometimes... It may not necessarily be the way that we think it's going to come.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's God, right. That's right. God,
3: you know, the scripture says his ways are not our ways. thoughts. Yes. We may want to go through the mountain and he might want to take us over the mountain.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, right. And, and, that's and, right. And, and
3: then we begin, then we begin to say, God, but this is not what I wanted. Yes. You know, and, that's, and then we begin to be fearful, but God is still directing
4: us. Yes.
1: You
3: know. I want to go to the left. God. Says, no, but I'm sending you <laughs> to the right. And we become fearful because the right is unknown. Right. And the left is where we are familiar with.
1: Right. And that's where we want that's to go. That's where we
3: want to go because it's comfortable. Right. In our being. Yes. And what God wants us to do with our trusting him is get out of our comfort yes. zone. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, get right.
3: out of that thing that makes you nice and easy. <laughs> that's
1: all
4: right.
3: That's, that's right. And that's why it's so important when he was in the wilderness. He said, like, come on, don't worry about it. I, I'm going to take y'all way. I want y'all. You exactly. to trust
4: me. That's right.
3: And that forty, and those you know, those forty days turned into forty years because there was a lack of trust.
1: Yeah.
3: And sometimes our ability to, to accumulate is because of our lack of trust.
1: That's right. You know,
3: our giving to the church, our giving to the least. Of right. The, you know, it's because our lack of trust. Even though all that we have,
2: mm-hmm.
3: he gave it to us. Right. Isn't it interesting that we we refuse to even give it back to him?
1: That's that's for amazing him to, use. to
3: me. And so yeah. and once we start trusting him with our everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Trust
3: in him. Then we begin to see the manifestation of His Spirit in us, and power, and the desires of our heart.
1: That's right.
3: You know, Jesus is in us, and we in Him. Interesting. We are in Him. Uh huh. And He in us, according to the Scripture. Yes. We we know that He's in us. Right. But think about we are in Him. Yes. 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 That's deep. That's right. That's so right. So whatever Spirit and whatever power that Jesus had.
1: We're supposed to have it. Yes. We just don't utilize and it. And
3: Jesus kept walking. He kept walking. No matter where it took him, he kept right. walking.
2: Right, right. He kept
3: walking. Exactly. And that's what we need to do, even with our finances, the uncertainty of our finances. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. Just keep walking.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Keep swimming. You yeah. Because know? You know, if you stay in the storm, right. that's where you're going to be. But if you keep swimming, it's going to end. Right, right. It right. might last a minute. Right. That's right. <laughs> trouble cannot
1: last forever. Oh. That's God right. promises
3: that. That's right. And so we have to sit. That's why we have to put stuff in place.
1: Yes. yes. So when
3: we come out of the storm, Jesus mm-hmm. was prepared in the wilderness to come out of the wilderness. Right. That's right. So when I give you all of this land filled with milk and honey, you know how to
1: manage it. You know what to do with mm-hmm. it. When right. I give
3: you your million dollars, that's right. For one case, you know, know how, to, how to manage it. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's right. And see, and he knows I don't wanna I don't wanna lose my soul for a yeah. million dollars. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't think I can handle it, Lord, just yeah. you know, hold it back for a minute. For a minute. <laughs> for, for a minute. For a minute. But look, we so we talked about and I like like I said, Doctor Alexander flipped this thing and said that uh uh you know, we when we looked at a, a particular author, he said that the the, the the word to the wise was that the tenth principle was to seek godly counsel and we are saying on that show that is number one that's number, number one. one is to seek godly counsel and so let's get to what we say is number two and that is because it was a good segue for what you were talking about dr alexander god owns it all it's his anyway
3: anyway earth anyway. everything the lord in the fullness thereof and we when when we come to that i don't care what you got whether it's ten dollars or ten million dollars All of it comes from the Lord. And and we have to learn how to share that and and be reminded of that. And and that's what the children of Israel do. True religion
4: Mm -hmm.
3: is a religion that remembers. I think I mentioned that before. True religion is a religion that remembers. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important for us to remember Mm -hmm. all this stuff belongs to the Lord. That's right. And, And I don't care how much you got or how less you have. Right. All of it comes from the Lord. And we need to learn how to allow God uh, to use what he's already given us.
1: Yes. Yeah. It says here, the minute we begin to own it, it begins to own us. us. And yeah, so we don't want that. Our possessions tend to possess us and we don't want that, you know, and if those of us who are listening, uh, those who are listening, who are, who are truly Christians, we understand also that our life is not even our own,
4: nah.
1: let alone our possess- possessions, but our life is not our own. Okay, so 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 understand this principle that God owns it all. The third principle, giving is essential. Yes. Lord, if we don't learn how to give, I don't know. I mean, giving God has proved time time and time and time again that if I just give it away, I will get back. It's almost like tenfold. You
3: can you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving.
1: All right, all right.
3: You can give without loving. That's right. You do that, but you cannot love without giving. If you love yes. the Lord, you're gonna give. Yes, right. yes. It, it just becomes, and we have mm-hmm. because God okay, right? yes. He, he gave. Yes, yes, yes. He gave us the ability to get up this morning and come here.
1: Mm-hmm. He gives us the mm-hmm. reinforcement
3: of our health and our. That's strength. right. He gives us the opportunity to study and learn. To move where we are. Yes. So we have because God mm-hmm.
1: gave. Mm-hmm. So yes.
3: giving is the manifestation of your religion.
1: Yes, you know that's right. Who
3: you are. That's right. You know, so that's, and that's what makes us. That's right. Our givingness.
1: And, and, and where you give, again, it shows where your heart where is. Where your
3: heart is. Sure. So
1: if you give to... To godly activities. If you give to things that empower people and help people, right. then that shows that that's where your heart right is. Where your heart is. Yes,
2: yes. And so principle number four talks about what Dr.
3: Alexander. Principle number four talks about live on the margin. Don't, don't, don't over, don't overlive yourself. You know, mm-hmm. be, 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 be smart about your monies mm-hmm. you, know? you can't, you can't have, you can't go around having. Champagne taste would be a
4: pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a budget. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Let's, let's, yes. let's just
3: be real about it. You know, right. You can't, you can't get that big house if you're not making the money, and you don't want to. And that's what we have to be mindful of. Again, that way, that's where you seek out God. Uh, mm-hmm.
4: That's
3: where you seek out the will and the will of God. I, I want this, but help me to manage
1: it.
2: So, so and mm-hmm. help us to 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 know our priorities. Yes. Right. And I think mm-hmm. when when a lot of folks get in trouble with the housing market, mm-hmm. buying more house than they actually could afford. Even though the lender was saying you can do this, you knew in your heart and your soul that, that you would. What well, yeah. even? And,
1: and out there, even if you didn't know or have the real knowledge, you felt it. You, you felt, you know,
4: it. You, if, if you, you kinda know, you, you
1: kind of sense. You mean I can get this house?
3: <laughs> with, with,
4: with oh, this? This, with, with this are you serious <laughs> yeah.
2: and that's what we do we yeah, bananas, right? yeah we do so we but, do but we're okay. going to finish up the, the, the 10 principle after we take this short break so stay tuned we'll be right back alright
6: Busyfolk.com is the dry-cleaning, pick-up, and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. We can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry-cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? We also offer wash and fold laundry service, and we work hard to make sure that our customers know that their satisfaction is our main priority. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find this by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. We currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com.
5: Are you in need of a breakthrough? Maybe you only need a roadmap to connect the dots to your success. You know you're destined for greatness. Have you grown tired of trying to figure it out by yourself? Well, not for long. Welcome to Coaches Corner Elite, a digital magazine whose mission is to become your premier resource in connecting with many of the industry's top go-to coaches, consultants, leaders, and experts. I'm talking about movers and shakers from around the world who are willing to share their stories of struggle and triumph, as well as their systems for success so that you, too, can have hope. No matter where you stand in your journey, your search will be complete with Coach's Corner Elite. Visit our website coaches join our mailing list today got mobile text connect me to 33444 join us now coaches corner elite your experience awaits
0: and now back to dr Florence seiler and althea debar johnson for more of mind your business radio on talk zone
1: we are back. We are back with my friend, attorney Althea DeBar Johnson and my new friend of Althea's, <laughs> my new friend, <laughs> Dr. Terry Alexander. Oh, and so we are talking about um, these mm-hmm. principles um, of, of the biblical principles of finance. And we left off with with we say principle number four because we put uh, we put seeking godly counsel as number one. And so now we're we're going to principle number five Bible actually promotes savings. There are scriptures in the Bible that promote savings. Right. right. And so one of the scriptures says Proverbs twenty-one twenty 20 uh, says the wise man saves for the future, but the foolish man spends whatever he gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are quite a few scriptures that talk about that rainy day type of mentality, not hoarding. Okay, we're not talking about just hoarding to say that you have, you know, to to, to be able to feel proud and look in your bank account and say, Oh, look at all the millions that I have. But it talks about saving so that, you know, if an emergency comes up or if your brother or sister has need, that you can come to their rescue.
3: Or if you just want to go on a trip. <laughs> or
1: if you want if you want to be like Althea Depart Johnson and just hang out, yeah. Hang, yeah. out yeah. Yeah. Just hang out, you know, hang out with her boo for her birthday. You can do that. We can do you can do that.
3: that. You, can you can do, do that. that. <laughs> yeah, you, you can, can do, do that. that. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh-huh. It's a good thing to kind of put stuff aside, Right. save stuff aside. You know? Right. Right. Right, and, and the scripture talks about that. You spinning up as you get it, that's very foolish.
1: Yes, that's because
3: right. Rainy days will come.
1: That's right.
3: You know, I don't care what, I don't care how much the sun is shining. Right now in your life, in your being, there will be right. rainy days. It's, it's interesting. I run into it lots of time when, when folks die, and they have to wait on their family members' oh, paycheck. We
1: talk about paycheck? that all the time. Their paycheck
3: to get, you know, to, yeah. to come to the funeral. So that means that they're taking their bill money uh-huh. to come. Yes. So therefore, when they get back They're going to be struggling. And
1: we're living check to check.
3: Paycheck to paycheck.
1: Paycheck to paycheck. We are. We have a habit. And that that living paycheck to paycheck, statistically, we realize that that is really not Mm. even a black thing. We think of it because, you know, our friends and family, you know, are minority. And so we see them doing it. But really, we find in in the statistics that it's actually an American thing, thing, that people are living check to check. And where it really played out is when that recession hit and people were losing everything Mm. because... Um they left they were living spending, check to spending check. Everything.
3: Mm-hmm. I I remember having this experience with my daughter when she was at home. She finished college, came back home, got a job. I said, Now listen, now you are gonna pay this mm-hmm. or you save it. Because I want to get in the attitude of say you know, she's well I'd rather save. I was gonna save it anyway. Yes. She said, Well I'd rather save it. So I said, Okay, every month I want you I wanna s want every time you get paid I wanna see you yes. saving it. So you bring me that deposit. So over the course of the years Mm-hmm. When she was ready to move out, yes. she went to that account. She said, wow, Pops.
1: Yes. I mm-hmm. didn't yes. know
3: this amount yes. would accumulate this amount. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the greatest commercials there is when this guy had this little piece of cord, he asked, do you think that little $47 in your pocket can have an impact on you 10 or 15 years? Mm-hmm. And he put that little $47 in like a trickling effect. That's smallest right. card That's and right. the largest card. That's right. And before you know it, Yes. You've been amass a whole lot of money. Just think about saving, I mean, saving $100 a month. That's right. That's right. For 10 or 15 years. That's
1: right. We are going to have.
3: It's not how much you save. It's the consistency. That's
1: right. That's right. Yeah. One of the shows that we plan on having is on investing. And I know that uh, a lot of times uh, when I talk about investing, I, I don't advise people on what, to invest in. Right. When I talk about the concept of investing, a lot of times I use Matthew 25 because when we when talk about the servant, it is when it, the, the actual Greek word for that talent was actually financial. It was money. And so the, the, the servant, the good servant had actually uh, multiplied the money that he was given mm-hmm. and the wicked servant actually had not had buried it and had not really been fruitful with that. So part of that is, not only saving, but once you learn to save, yeah. we're going to talk about, you know, learning how, how to, to invest so your money can work for you and you can make the mess, most of what, not the mess, most they, of what God
3: they <laughs> gave didn't, you. They didn't trust. They
1: didn't, they didn't trust, trust, right, that's they didn't right. Trust. They, didn't they didn't trust. trust. The, the, the wicked one, servant did not, did not trust. trust. That's the right. One, the
3: one who accumulated, he or she trusted.
1: That's right. That what they
3: were doing, godly, yes. what they were doing and it manifested itself.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, number... Six Secret. is keep out of debt. Woohoo! Can we do that? <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can
3: and we do that, somebody? And, and, and we can, we can. Help
1: we can. me, Holy Spirit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come on, send it on down. Right? And we can. It's not to say that we shouldn't be in debt because that's right. part of that's part of it. Right. The amount of debt you don't yes. want your debt to to be more than your income.
2: Right. Right. You know
3: because the bank says you can get this house. Yes. And then you say, well, I can do that. And then you don't have the money. You probably make the first payment. Right. And then after that, you start start. struggling. And there's nothing wrong with accumulating, you you know, but be mindful of the amount of debt. And more importantly, the type of debt. That's right. That's right. is not, it's how you spend your money. Right. You know, if you're going to, it's how you spend it. You know, if you're just going to spend it on stuff that you don't get no real return. Right. you You might look good.
2: Right. But that's not
3: no real. Return. Yeah, you can't
1: a credit card to buy to to buy an outfit. That outfit isn't worth anything the day that after you buy it. That's but right. if you get into debt for a home, it's a
3: different
4: that state. that
1: home, theoretically, right, is right. supposed to appreciate. Right. And so you have what we call leverage. You have gotten gotten into debt to, to leverage yourself. And this
3: country in this country, this country thrives on folks being in debt.
1: Yes, it does. We are, we
3: are an indebted country. Absolutely. Even this country Isn't itself that? is in debt. <laughs>
1: that's right. So that's right. That
3: we strive on that. And I think so many long lives, how well, it caught us. Yes. And we're trying to figure, how do we get out of all of this?
1: Right. And that's now right.
3: this is just a process. And that's, that's where you smart folks come in and say, this is how you get out
1: of Why debt. Why are you, smart <laughs> <folks>. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. us
4: smart folks. Yeah. Us. Yeah. But you
1: know what? Um, and this is true. Um, Just as God can use money to bless us and help us, um, Satan can use debt to shackle us, you know, and to take away our power. Um, Sometimes we're just working, 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 working just to pay off debt. And when we look up, you know, we're old and we have not lived our life for God. We haven't enjoyed our life. We haven't done the things that God would have us to do. We haven't found our our mission, our passion, you know, our talent, whatever that was that God has put us here on earth to do. Mm-hmm. We wake up, we're old, and all we've done is pay off people.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yes. I think we would try and use things to make us satisfied, make mm-hmm. us happy, and things don't make us happy. And
3: that that kind of goes back to the secret of contentment. Yes, yes,
1: yes. yes.
3: You know, that's the next person. That's yeah. number seven. Yeah. Go ahead. Go being, ahead. Being, like being, I said being like, content, like that. That's wonderful. Being, being content where we are. Uh huh. That's you right. Know, being content where we are. And and I don't know if it's Satan that's, that puts us in debt because God gives us choices.
1: He doesn't put us in debt. Yeah. He uses God that. Give,
3: But God gives us
1: choices. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. He uses our choices and, and against us. Yeah. Yeah. Us. God yes. used,
3: God. God gives us that's choices. That's right. That's and, and if, right. And if we're being godly, then we're going to know what to do. How to or
1: we're gonna recognize the mistakes that we right. made, and we're gonna work a plan right, to get out right. of that, and, right?
3: And, and God, and, you know, God allows things to happen. God makes things
1: happen. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, you know, yes. He's in
3: charge of everything. Yes, Satan ain't in charge but He of gives nothing.
1: us our free will. Yeah, we if, have our free will. If God is
3: in charge of everything, and Satan is in charge of nothing.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So
3: therefore, the choices that we make, we might make, say, "Well, that's satanic," or whatever. It might be in that mm-hmm. regards, but God gives us those choices and we choose that. And God works through whatever choices we make, even right. with our finances. See, it's right. a bunch of money. You got to spend it. Right. right. Then, see, you did it. Right. Let me help you get out of right. this stuff right. that you put right. yourself in.
1: I remember and that. Blame,
3: you know, Satan is real. He's alive. Yes. But he does not have authority. Right. He, right. You know, he's been defeated. We just don't know it.
1: Well, one of the Satan scriptures, it, right? one of the scriptures that <laughs> they they it. reference here is 1 Timothy six six and seven. It says, "But godliness with contentment is great gain. great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out right. of it." I hear that quoted all the time at funerals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's that that is for the li- he wrote that to the living. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that to the that's living. Right. He was that's not right. writing that to the dead, right?
3: I, I've been I've been reading and listening to. Ecclesiastes, very strong.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah.
3: Vanities of vanity.
1: All oh, absolutely. In, all
3: this vanity, and I'm listening at it over and mm-hmm, over and over, mm-hmm. and it's very fascinating because even even our materialistic upbringing and stuff, it means nothing into the sight of God because you bring it, you
4: that's
3: right. You you didn't bring it into the right. world, and you definitely did not go to take it into it. Right. I, I would ask I would ask our listeners to, to really go back and just listen at Ecclesiastes. Yes. And and then then you then you'll find yourself in a sense of contentment because right. you begin to realize this is really not what it's all about.
1: So what you're saying to me, Dr. Alexander, and when I listen to what Ecclesiastes is saying and listening to what we're saying here with these principles, it's really not what we have been able to acquire. Choir. It is what we have used. It is what we have done with, with, with our blessing. Right. It is what we have done. Right. It is not about what we've acquired. It's not a scorecard of what we've acquired. It's more of, okay, what have you done, done with, with these blessings? So and that, and that's done. what
3: it's like to tell you, because really, at the end of the day, I mean, like, you see, you, you've never seen a U-Haul, a hearse. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You never, you know. And so right. and that's what you do. It's what we what we acquire. And that's where this godliness comes in. That's right. where acknowledging God. He, you know, he wants us to enjoy the
2: blessings. Right.
3: So right. why, why did he give us
2: this? Right, stuff right.
3: If he didn't want us to enjoy
2: right. it. You're right. So, if you like to join our conversation, the telephone lines are open. You can call in at 888 463 6748. Go for it. Um, we're going to take a break uh, and we'll be right back. With more Dr. Allison. All right. All right.
6: Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning, pick-up, and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. We can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? We also offer wash and fold laundry service, and we work hard to make sure that our customers know that their satisfaction is our main priority. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find us by typing Busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. We currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit Busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's Busyfolk.com.
0: Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on talkzone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Siler and Althea DeBar Johnson.
1: All right, we're back. We're back and we are going to hop into this principle number 7 or 8. I don't know are we are. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are going to talk about the B word. What's the B word, Dr. Alexander? Budget, Uh-oh, teacher, the budget. <laughs> <The> budget. <laughs> And I can promise you, my clients don't want to talk about this. So <laughs> I found all kind of ways to, to 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 disguise it. I say, okay, what's your financial vision? Let's work on your financial vision. Right. Let's work on a goal. But at the end of the day, it's a budget. It's a budget. It's a budget. It's at, the <laughs> at the end of the day, the day it's, it's a budget. budget. All right. Proverbs twenty four three says, through wisdom is a house built. And by understanding, it is established. OK, so we want to talk about the budget, the B word, budget to budget or not to budget. Should we budget? Dr. You A? should budget. You <laughs> should have
3: some idea of your costs. You should have some idea how much it's going to cost to run your house. Mm-hmm. We do know it costs to live. Yes. yes. It costs to live, so you need to figure out how much it's going to cost for me to live and live comfortably. Yes. And you put that down in on paper so you can see it. That yes. is so important. Put it yes. down so you yes. can go back and yes. say, yes, well, indeed. I spent too much on grocery last yeah. week. What's up with that? Or, or I spent too much. Even though it, it sounds simple. You know, it sounds like, well, I don't have to worry about the grocery, but you got to eat. Yes. But you know, you can go in there. You can go in there. You know, most times we go in the grocery, we buy more than what we need anyway. Yes. You know, and sometimes you wind up throwing away food mm-hmm. because you buy too much As Mama mom and them, you say, put it in the freezer and get the freezer burnt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just buy it. Mm-hmm. What I do, and I start to tell my wife, there's nobody here but us. You don't have to buy a lot of
1: Food. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, you don't
3: have to buy a lot of food. It just sits there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got a
2: freezer, you got a refrigerator, <laughs> you know, you, you know what I mean? So why yes. do we need all of that?
1: Yes. And that's it, why
2: uh, I go in with and get my groceries. I always have a list. list. Yes. That's
1: so right. A plan. I right. Yeah, a plan.
2: Right. right. And don't plan. go
1: in there hungry.
2: Right. That's
3: <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And, and a simple, you know, a simple, a simple right. grocery list would make all that's the difference right. in the world. In the world. Right. We don't think so, but mm-hmm. as simple as that, and if you and if you govern your lives as you would do your grocery list, yes. you know, how much money I paid on my light bill. Why is my light bill so high this month? What did I do different?
4: Yeah. You
3: yes. know, then you start thinking, you you know, why why what happened? Why no bills? Right. is my water bill so
2: high? Did I
3: leak somewhere? Yeah. Did I keep the sprinkler on? But those of you who have sprinklers this <laughs> did I keep the sprinkler on too yes. long? What what is it? Yes. What is it? And, and and as simple as those things are, mm-hmm. you'll be surprised at the end of the year the impact that, that would have on you. Even at the end of the month. At the end don't end of the, right. That's the right. That's right. Yeah.
1: And you know, the thing about it is, we're going to have a show next week uh, about the financial impact of marriage and divorce. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And I was thinking about that. One of the things that I think we're going to add to that show, Althea, is to talk about budgeting because when we're single and we have our plan and we have our mm-hmm. vision, now you're incorporating, you're getting married. Now you're going to have to incorporate, you're going to have to revisit that vision, right? And two people need to be on the same page with that vision because, you know, if as an attorney, she can tell you 50% of marriage end in divorce. And a, a lot of that is because of finances Right, a lot. and because, you know, one person had a vision of what that marriage should look like financially. And the other person wasn't on board with that vision. And a lot of times we see that happening. And so if you write those things down and have a discussion and trust me, I'm talking to myself now, okay? <laughs> have a discussion about here's a financial vision. Let's agree on this. And if you write it down, you can go back to it. And it's not my vision. You right. know, I'm not telling you what to do. Let's go back to what we wrote down together That's as a our, couple. Yeah. This is our vision, yeah. and let's make sure that we're following that. And if someone is not following that, just own up to the fact right. that you're not following mm-hmm. it, and let's get back on the page. It's just it's good <laughs>
3: planning, and I, and I would suggest too, particularly when we start talking about our younger folks. Yes. You know, I would tell I would tell my son. He, I said, listen, write down how much you think it costs to live. Yes. Right. You got an apartment, you got a car, you got water, you got this, you got that, you got that, you got that, you got and all mm-hmm. of your extra. I said, write it down and put a figure to it. Mm-hmm. He started writing it down, he kept saying, Wow. You look at <laughs> a house, I said, No, a house could cost more
2: than that. Right. Wow.
3: Car what kind of car you get? So we have to and, yeah, and, and you right. be, if you be serious about that and you put yourself on a strict a strict diet it financially, <laughs> yes. it'll take you a long way. Yeah,
1: and yes. it doesn't matter how much you earn.
3: It doesn't matter. It,
1: it, it's if We're talking about the spending. So you have to adjust your spending to your right. earnings. Right. So it doesn't matter, you know, if you say, well, I just don't make enough. No, you're living, above. you're living above what you're making. Right. Okay. But- and if you have a vision to live a certain way, then that means you need to have a vision of earning that amount of money so that you can live that way. Right, right. And that means if uh, you know, like you were talking to your son, well son you got champagne taste, I guess you're going to college. That's right. Or, <laughs> you know what you, I'm saying? You want to live this
3: way? Then right. This is what it's going to take.
1: Or, or, or you're going to do something you're going to get, you're going to investigate a trade you're going to investigate something, some sort of work that will uh, uh, allow you to afford mm-hmm. your lifestyle. And, I,
3: and then having money set aside for those rainy yes, days. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, that's a part of budgeting. That's right. And that's yeah. a part of this that's that's the principle. principle. That's right. You got to put a budget in place. Just spin, 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 spin. You got it. You know, mm-hmm. the paycheck to paycheck. And that's, that's right. The, and so many of us, and not not just in the African American community, mm-hmm, but that's sure. in the community of the whole, so many of us spend, spend.
1: spend and it spend. makes you uneasy. I don't know about the listeners out there, but when I know that I'm not doing, when I'm not spending right, and I'm off my budget, and my savings is not where it's supposed to be, that makes me uneasy because I know better, and I know that I'm supposed to be doing this, and I know that if a rainy day comes, my whole every, I've lost everything. You know, and and that kind of pressure, that kind of pressure affects you physically.
4: Well, it's not,
1: yeah, it yeah. affects your physical yeah. health. Yes. Yeah, You know, mm-hmm. it affects your physical health when you when you know that you
4: you're, you're that you got yourself. more a month
1: than money. Yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs>
3: that you have extended yourself. <laughs> yes, and, and that's what we have to do. So simply planning even your grocery list
4: mm-hmm. is
3: yes. imperative.
4: That's right.
3: And that's and right. Simply doing that is imperative. How much gas? I'm How much money I'm going to spend on eating
1: out. Out, Yes.
3: Even though I know you like to go out, I know you like to hang out and show off and stuff. But if you start budgeting yourself. Right, right. So I'm going to spend this much money on eating out, Mm -hmm. this much money on entertaining. Yes. And it adds up. And it makes sense. You know, as simple as it is, but that's part of your budget. Every process.
1: That's right, yes. and that's
3: what God likes to do things decent and in, and order. in order. Yes, And sir. I guess you know, and I guess we have to learn how to make applicable the scriptures that we talk about.
1: Yes, you know? that's we, right. At the end of
3: the day, you know, okay, we trust you, God, and let me help me in all things.
1: You've given us everything we need. Everything, yes. yeah, yep. In all things
3: help me. Help me. <laughs> that's to right. That's right. That's right. And you work on it. You be prayerful about it. He will show you how to do it.
1: Absolutely. Like if you listen. And then principle number nine would be don't cosign Lord have mercy on us yeah. don't cosign people What what? so what is so wrong with cosigning <laughs> it says cosigning directly relates to taking on a debt in that you become responsible for the debt of another okay Proverbs 17 18 says a man lacking in judgment strikes hands in pledge and puts up security for his neighbor mm-hmm. okay Co-signing is putting up security for your neighbor. Um, So in essence, what you're saying, uh, the lender is basically saying that the person can't really afford what they are looking for. Okay, but we'll just put the extra burden on you. Right.
3: Wow. Well, and, and they're saying that I can't afford it. I want you to handle it. Yes. Right. I, I you, in other words, I want you to pay my bills. Right. Yes. You know, I mean, that, that just don't make any sense. None. You know, even though you're trying to do the right thing. Uh-huh. You know, I, you know and this old man, this old preacher told me one time, he said, son, be careful how you do the right thing.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right.
3: Be careful how you do the right mm-hmm. thing. Now, this would be the right thing to do to help. Right. But doing it this way may not necessarily help. I'd help. rather
1: give you a car than co-sign for one. I'd rather, if I own a car outright, yeah. I'd rather give it away than the co-sign. Yeah, you can
3: use this until you can absolutely. Be but I, but I want to see some type of Plan in place.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm, give, I'm giving you this. I can see you a good dad too. I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving,
3: I'm giving, I'm giving you this car. Now you tell me what your plan. That's
1: right. Is. That's right. That's After right.
3: next month, then what? Yes. And then what? Then
2: what? And yep, then what? That's right. You know, don't that's tell right. me.
3: Well, I don't know. Then that's not a plan.
2: That's not <laughs> a plan. Like, I, I don't, don't know. And see never you, plan. I want to see you. I in- want to see you enact this plan i don't right. want you to just tell me yeah that's right, that's yeah. right. i see it yeah.
1: manifest that's right, right. That's follow
3: right. Up
1: on that. so a lot of these things um dr alexander i, I promised you um, in listening to some of the things that you have put in place in your household let me know that let me know that these are the types of things we need to be teaching our children because you have put these things in place in your household. And so now when when if, if your children were listening to those these principles, they would probably have an easier time adopting right. those principles, because really and truthfully, this is the foundation that you have laid in your household.
3: And not only that, you are laying a future for them. You are leaving them something. Yes.
1: You yes. Know, you're,
3: you're leaving them something. You're not, yes. And It's not necessarily just physical stuff, but information the scripture talks about the scripture talks about. Those stones, he said, We put these stones aside so when they get there they remember how they got here.
1: Yes. Right. And yes. so and that's
3: what we need to do. That's what we need to do is leave something for our children, write it on their hearts. Not yes. on their bank account. Yes. Right. Write it in their hearts. So yes. that they will know.
1: That's right.
3: And they will not forget.
1: That's right. Right, right. And these are biblical principles, so we want our kids to know these principles. So we and lastly, one. okay, mm-hmm. this ain't a big one. Work hard. I'll oh, yeah. tell you something. This ain't a big one. Oh well, yes, if now. Okay, <laughs> just, just look. You just need to work. If a man don't work, he don't eat. That's the right.
3: scripture. Work, hard and, work, work <laughs> okay? hard, and smart. And I
1: want to tell, I want to tell people out there. I think sometimes we there's 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 a there's type of people who can't work because they have something physically wrong with them. That's true. But then there are other people that. Uh, come on, people. There are other people. You just need to find something to do to work. It's something about. Uh, In my opinion, I have seen women who will create a job. They will make stuff and sell it. Okay, they will get out there. They don't have any pride about doing whatever it takes to provide for their family. Men, get a grip. Go to work.
3: (laughs) Dr. King mentions this. Any, any, any work is honorable.
1: Yes, that's right. If you're
3: working, if that's it, any work is honorable.
1: Whether it's a business, whether you're well, working, well, just if earn you're gonna your be the, own. If you're going to be the
3: street cleaner, be way. the best street cleaner that's you right. can be. That's right. Whatever right. it is, that's, that's what be, the the be the best. There's at
1: honor it. in that. There's
3: honor in yes. it. And, and we ne- need to acknowledge that. And we need to leave that. Some of, the, another of those principles we need to leave with our kids. They're coming very, very restrictive in their workings.
1: They, they, <laughs> they will tell you. No, my
3: students will tell you what they will not do. Right.
1: Yeah. right, uh-huh. right. <laughs> <laughs> what they will uh, not do. And I'm thinking, wow.
3: As mama would say, you're not hungry enough, son.
1: Yeah. You're not hungry enough.
3: enough. You're, not well, you're hungry. hungry enough. You'll do whatever you need to do. do. Well,
1: Doctor Alexander, you do realize this. We've come to the end of our show, but guess, so. Guess what? You just. I
2: guess you're just gonna have to come
1: back uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so, but so we want to thank you for listening to your Business Education Station. Your business, business your family, your, family, your, your life. life. This is
1: Mind Your Business Radio. See you next week.
4: All right. Yeah. <laughs>